Hi guys, welcome to Cherry Pop Radio. Today I am joined by the amazing Piper Leon. Hi. Give her a hand. We don't have a soundboard set up today, which is... Ooh. I'm DJ Star on air, formerly known as Estrella Rico. Oh, I don't know how I gave full legal name. <laughs> also formally? <laughs> Not anymore? <laughs> oh, I forgot that. That meant like in the past. I thought it meant like, oh, like in a formal setting. <laughs> That was a little crazy, you guys. Formally, formally. Yeah, that's true. I said for yeah, I'm not formerly. Yeah, there you go. Um, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a long time in the works, you guys. Like crazy long time in the works. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. So you want to give us a short introduction, maybe like the basics, the major, what you're studying, all yeah, that stuff, well, um, where you're from. Yeah, I'm from Northern California. I grew up going between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. Um, and I'm studying ethnomusicology. I actually started off, um, I came to UCLA as an athlete. Um, I was on the rowing team. And then medically retired after my, um, like during my sophomore year, uh, during COVID. Mm-hmm. And because um, I'm a fifth year now. So took some time off with that injury, hence the extra year. But um, yeah, so that's kind of um, how I ended up, and I wasn't in music school before then, and then got back into music um, after I wasn't yeah. rowing anymore. Awesome. So, like, have you always been into music? Was it something that sort of was sparked into you, like, more so later on? I, I honestly, I can't remember a time when I wasn't, like, making music and, like, loving music and stuff. I, I grew up um, around a lot of music. My My parents aren't, like serious musicians or anything but um they you know they both you know sing and play a couple of things like casually sometimes not really much and um but my one of my oldest friends who i grew up across the street from her parents um are in a band in sacramento um called mumbo gumbo <laughs> and they um so i grew up like going to their um like their gigs and stuff and you know being backstage and like going up on stage with them and singing sometimes and so I grew up around a lot of that and um you know going in their studio and being like you know, oh my gosh so um yeah I, I always always was around that but I didn't start writing songs until I was 11 like seriously that's yeah. when I like really dove into it yeah do you remember what the process was like back then as opposed to like what the evolution of writing music has been for you how you started off like was it just like oh in terms of yeah like, my songwriting process yeah finished? oh that's a really interesting question um I I think when I was in middle school and I was just starting to write I didn't really have all that much to say like I really wanted to make music I, I mean I honestly didn't write a song that I actually liked until I was probably like 19 um and so that was a lot of years of writing songs that I <laughs> but um but yeah I mean I didn't really have a whole lot of life experience and I mean you know a lot of writers write from you know things that they haven't experienced and I, I do that some but I think I didn't have a good enough idea of who I was and what I wanted to say and who I wanted to be and stuff that um that when I was writing I was kind of chasing um the artists that I looked up to and I didn't really have something like to put out Mm-hmm. you know into the world and so when I was doing that I think that was a it was it was a more intellectual type of thing at that point whereas now I think I I mean it is still obviously intellectual coming up with lyrics and everything mm-hmm. but it's it's more 
it's more um, of an instinct now. And so I, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I would say the main way that it's changed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. You briefly mentioned that you obviously had a lot of songwriters and other artists inspired your writing first beginning, like who are your biggest inspirations in terms of the creatives as a whole, whether that be lyricists, producers, maybe even. Yeah. I mean, I, when I was in middle school and I started writing songs, I, Taylor Swift was like my idol. Yeah. And um, so I learned how to write songs from, you know, studying her songs and, I mean, that's a really good way to learn how to write songs because she's so great at song structure and lyrics and just sort of, you look at a Taylor Swift song and it really, you understand how a song works. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was kind of my way of, of learning songwriting. And um, I mean, one of, I mean, now a lot of my, you know, my favorite songwriters, I, I love Chris Stapleton. Um, Miranda Lambert and uh, I mean those are also you know a lot of my favorite artists uh, Jason Isbell um, his music and also music that he's written for other people mm -hmm. um, and there are some you know songwriters in in Nashville who um, are writers and not artists who I um, love and a lot of their stuff you know Natalie Hemby um, I mean gosh so many people um that I could name, but yeah. <laughs> probably a lot of people wouldn't know who I'm talking about, but yeah. 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 No, that sounds awesome. Um, it's nice to have a lot of people to, to look up to, because I feel like when making anything, like it's nice to have things to refer to, and that's awesome. I, You also mentioned earlier that um, going back to you starting to pursue your career in music more seriously when the pandemic began, how was it like creating music during the pandemic and during a time where you know, collaboration was difficult and yeah, just how was your experience making music then? Yeah, so it was kind of, for me, it was sort of a perfect storm in terms of um, like just going inward and like figuring out myself and what I want to do creatively because um, it was like all at once COVID happened and um and so you know at the time I was rowing and so everything rowing related got canceled I was already injured I didn't know what um the injury was so I was still like I was still rowing on the injury at the time um and then like it started to become clear that that was sort of out the window and so rowing sort of was out of my life and then obviously most things were out of my life because we were in quarantine mm -hmm. and then I also had like kind of a big breakup of a long relationship I've been in so it was like all these things that had been central to my life all of a sudden were not there and so I was sort of like whoa like like who am I with all, without all these things and I that was when I started I had kept writing throughout high school and you know the beginning of college but not seriously and that was when I picked up a guitar and was like I really want to do this again and, um, and it was it was just a lot of hours of you know in my bedroom like writing a whole lot of songs and trying on different sort of styles and figuring out um figuring out my sound and myself because you know that's that's a big part of figuring out yourself as an artist is figuring out yourself as a person definitely no that totally resonates and I feel like um moving sort of into what you've created you just put out 
an awesome single. Um, <laughs> Next Crazy X, you guys go check it out. Um, it is what streaming platforms is it in? All uh, everywhere, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You can go check it out anywhere. Uh, you spoke a little bit about it. You guys are going to hear a little live session from her at the end of this interview. And you spoke about, you gave us a little introduction. I don't know if you want to retell that, go a little bit deeper. What inspired the lyrics? How was your process of writing that song, producing that song? Yeah, so I actually, I had the idea for that song, gosh, probably like, maybe like a year and a half ago, maybe more. Um, and I'm sort of like a, I often will like have an idea for a song that goes, like I'll have, I'll be holding onto an idea and I'll maybe write a couple different versions of it or something like that, or not even really write it for a year or more sometimes. And that was one of those ones where I like, I had the idea, I had the, I sort of wrote the chorus a little bit and then, um, and then I kind of sat on it because I wasn't sure where I wanted to take it. And then I, um, and then this spring, um, well, no, I, earlier than that, I, you know, I just sort of finished it up and then this spring went in the studio and we actually recorded it, um, all in one night. And, uh, we were there from like 6 PM to like eight the next morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was funny cause that was actually the first time that I worked with my, um, my co-producer and, um, and that, you know, and like a lot of the other musicians who I worked on that song with but, you know ends up being important in my recording process for other things too so it was, it was sort of that song was sort of a jumping off point and um yeah it was really fun to write it was really fun to record it was one of those songs where when I was writing it I was like I just had a whole lot of fun writing yeah because it. it's yeah. like you know often I approach writing a song a little bit like I think maybe like comedians approach writing a joke yeah. you know because like I really I really enjoy like a hook that lands well and that's like one of my favorite things about about songwriting is like a great hook and like setting it up and you know I love a song that like also can make you laugh you Definitely. know too or yeah. like yeah so yeah it's a very fun song you guys apart <laughs> after listening definitely go stream it it's awesome so I know that you travel back and forth between Nashville and here in LA. Do you want to talk a little bit about your experiences within the music industry, the differences you've seen, you know, in the different spaces and just, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, I actually, um, I started making trips to Nashville when I, when I was in middle school, when I first started writing. Um, I love it there. It's, it's such a collaborative place and it's a really, um like tight-knit community and everybody knows everybody and there's a lot of co-writing it's very supportive um there's a lot of things that are different in LA versus Nashville I would say I mean I also know the Nashville scene a little bit better than I know the LA scene and I'm I'm sort of starting to get more into it because there is there is like a there is a community of, of country music in LA that is kind of hard to find, but like mm-hmm. once you find it, you sort of start to figure out, um, figure that out. It's a little bit like a small town in a big city that like yeah. just, it's kind of hard to find because it's obviously not like a singular place. But um, yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun because when I go to Nashville, I, you know, there's all these people, and you know, I grew up loving music in California, loving country music in California, and so, you know, it wasn't always like the coolest thing or like the you know the popular type of music to um, listen to or make and I think in LA a lot of the a lot of the country artists who especially the ones who grew up also grew up in California or just in LA 
um, also have a little bit of that, like, I think we all have a bit of a chip on our shoulder. We're sort of like, yeah, I make country music and what about it? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, um, not, you know, not too much, but like, it's, you know, it's, that's a factor. And whereas in Nashville, it's sort of just like normal. Right. And that's really cool too. But, um, those are two things that are like fun about, about that, for it to just be like, everybody knows all the music I'm talking about in Nashville and mm-hmm. here it's sort of like a, a smaller group. Yeah. 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 No, that totally, that makes a lot of sense. As per shows that are coming up, do you have anything exciting coming up? I know that you just released a single, which in the music industry means something big is coming. Yes, <laughs> do you want to yeah, talk a little so, about well, that? Well, I am working on EP, so yes. that's exciting. I also, I have uh, my second single that's coming out um, in a few weeks. It's coming out on November 17th, which is the day before the USC game. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that song is football related. Yes. Um, so I'm right now working on like getting all of that seven stone because I'm wanting to do some some shows around here and stuff. Um, so in the works of figuring all that out. We don't have anything yeah. set yet. But yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely as we're wrapping up, go stream her. Yeah, go stream her album November seventeenth or uh, no, okay, next so EP, single. Okay, I can use that. Maybe we'll have that Okay, so yes. yes, as we're wrapping up, as we're wrapping up, we can, we can go ahead and um, oh, sorry, as we're wrapping up, we can, uh, please be sure to go check and stream her next single, which is coming out November seventeenth, right before the USC game. You guys play it when you're tailgating. Play it at the parties you go to. Just play it. And go stream her. Your USC and your ex-boyfriend's Yes, exactly. That's the perfect <laughs> tagline. You need to use that everywhere. Um, yeah, and then be sure. What are your socials so people can go follow you? Yeah, Piper Leone on all of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, super easy. You guys, yep. go check her out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, you for having me. me. Yeah, so, so excited. And I hope you enjoyed the live session. And yeah, bye. Thank you guys. <laughs> okay, so this is a song we wrote called You and USC. It's um, one of the things I love about country music is songs where you think it's about one thing and then it switches and you're like, oh shit, it's actually about this other thing. Um, and that's one of the most fun things for me in songwriting. So um, this was one where I kind of did that. It's sort of about football, but it's also sort of about first love and heartbreak and stuff. So yeah, Um, it's coming out November 17th.
Didn't know I could be kissed like that. And now I'm trading miles for minutes. This bed's too big without you in it. Sometimes love acts out of spite. And good things happen overnight. Can't take it slow, cause you and I are pushing time. They say only time can tell, but you already know me well. If it has to end in tears, I hope it's in 60 years. Sometimes love acts out of spite, and good things happen overnight. Can't take it slow, cause you and I are pushing time. Can't take it slow, cause you and I are pushing time. So this next one is, um, uh, I actually put it out a couple weeks ago. It's called Next Crazy X. And I wrote it when I found out that my ex had a new girlfriend. And um, realized that he was probably telling her that I was crazy the way he told me that all of his exes were crazy before me. Uh, and I, you know, at the time didn't realize that that was a big red flag. But uh, so I was not sure if she knew that. So I wrote a song to his new book. <laughs> Talks his ex-girlfriend And I believed in 
tells them that you've lost it. Let's grab a drink, we got at least one thing in common. Cause everything he says about me is gonna say about you. This next one is um, a song that I wrote that's um, pretty, it's, it's one that I, is pretty close to my heart. It's um, a lot of songs when you write them, it's like, it's a picture of what the song, of like how you feel in a moment or about a situation like in that specific time. And not like most songs I feel like you, you know, when you go back and perform them, you you could like go back to that moment, but it's not necessarily still true to how you feel then. Um, and it's pretty rare to get one that you feel like is just stays really true. And this is probably one of the only ones that I've written like that, that I think will kind of always be how I feel. So yeah, um, it's called If I'd Have Known Better. <coughs> Sitting here with 
If I'd have known better 